Blog Talk Radio.
that I'll ever know were once upon a long time ago. Yes, once upon a long time ago, uh, every week we go back in memory to those days because we talk about our airlines. And as we do each week, uh, we'd like to give a big hello to those countries that appear on the producer's uh, board and uh, that listen to us. Uh, most of them are listening to our archive show. We're, we're live now. And uh, a lot of them in different time zones. For instance, uh, last week we had Norway, Netherlands, United Kingdom, Ireland, Germany, Latvia, Russia, China, Romania, Croatia, Austria, Switzerland, France, Spain, Portugal, Kenya, United Republic of Tanzania, Brazil, Argentina, Chile, Dominican Republic, Mexico, Canada, and we added a new country, uh, Myanmar, I think that's the old uh, Burma, and uh, all listening to the radio show. Wow, what an impressive audience. My name is Neil Holland. I'm a retired captain with Eastern Airlines and producer of the show. We've been doing it now for 11 years, and we talk to all airlines. We've got a couple from Pan Am on my producer's board now that uh, checked in earlier before the show. So we welcome all airlines to join us in our conversation because we like to talk about our favorite airline, whether it's the one that I work for and a couple of our other hosts, Eastern Airlines, or whether it's Pan Am, National Brand, if you name them. Uh, we all like to uh, hear stories uh, and uh, your thoughts about uh, your airline because it was very important. Uh, and the very images that Jerry Goldberg just sang about once upon a long time ago. Now, uh, let me give you our phone number. So if you want to call in, you can, and you can talk to two of our guests today that, that uh, we are doing this show because we're reaching way back in the history of the radio show. Uh, when we primarily play the radio show for Eastern Airlines, and we still do it, but we also now... Uh, have added other airlines to our to our conversation, and so we call it the airline radio talk show. If you'd like to call in during the show, the number is two one three eight one six one six one one, and I'll repeat the number two one three area code two one three eight one six one six one one, and I'll see your number pop up on my producer's board and I'll open your microphone and bring you into the conversation. So now let me give you just a hint as to where the show's going today and see if you still want to hang up or, uh, or punch your computer off if you're listening to it on the computer. Because again, folks listen to us at all times, in all time zones all around the world, 50 countries now from all over the world. So here I'm going to play a song at the very beginning and it kind of identify where we're going today. See if you recognize this song.
into our show. If, you, if you've never heard that song, you probably haven't. It was sung by Weird Al Yankovic. I'm sure everybody, especially our guest today, uh, have heard has heard that song. So I'm going to open our microphones up, but we're reaching back, as I mentioned, uh, in our early days of formation because uh, we are about 11 years old and 700 episodes uh, through the years. Uh, and all sorts of different uh, episodes. We're going to review some of them today. See if, uh, uh, and, and by the way, any of our episodes from episode one to I think the last one I saw on our producer's board was uh, 658, plus there were about 100 additional episodes that were included, but not in that count. But uh, you can go to our website, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Captain Eddie, that's abbreviated Captain C-A-P-T-E-D-D-I-E. That's Captain Eddie, C-A-P-T-E-D-D-I-E. And that, of course, it stands for Captain Eddie Rickenbacker, the founder of the airline known as Eastern Airlines. And now that you're still confused, let me go directly to our star guest today. I say guests because there are two of them. I want to first of all say hello to Lou Ann and welcome back to you and Margaret. So, Luann, welcome back. Hey there, Captain Neil. It's Luann, and I want to thank you so much for letting me and Margaret be on your show today. That's right nice of you. Now, for those people who don't know me or need a refresher course, I was and still am a bona fide flight attendant born and raised in a little town called Hazard. Yep, that's right, Hazard, Kentucky. Now, back in the early days of EAL Radio, I made an appearance on the show, and Captain Neil, the co-host, and quite a few of the listeners 
took a fancy to my accent and seemed to like the zany stories that I told about our little airline in Hazard. So, Captain Neil, you just far away. I'm so ready for my interview. Of course, that's assuming Margaret can just wait till I'm done. Okay. So you say a, a bona fide, bona fide. Just which one did you fly for? Eastern, Delta, American, Pan American, United? Which one did you fly for, Luann? Well, Captain Neil, I try to make this as short as I can, but you know I am long-winded. But actually, I never did fly from, uh, you know, for one of those big fancy airlines like the rest of the audience. Um, We just had a little airline, and it used to be called our Kentucky. But you know what? The Kentucky Department of Transportation seemed fit to send us a stinging little certified letter a week ago giving us a 30-day notice to change it or else. So... We all voted, and we are so excited to reveal on your show today our new name. It is Kentucky Upper. Now, Uh, maybe I should slow that down a bit. Yeah, please. Yeah, because some of you can't understand, uh, you know, what I'm saying. So let me spell it out slowly. Kentucky, symbolized by the letters K-Y, up, symbolized by the letters U-P, and R, symbolized by the letters A-I-R. So it's called Kentucky Up R. Now, you may have to think on that for a moment. Yeah, yeah uh, big moment. <laughs> now, some of you from the south or from the Appalachian area, you caught that right away. But just to explain to those who, who can't understand that, uh, we in Hazard understand that completely because if you came to our area and you ask somebody for directions, they're going to tell you something like this. Well, to get to Jim's place, you have to go up there about a mile <laughs> over a piece and then back up there two miles to the left. Now, they actually mean, and it's hard for me to say this, up there, but it's pronounced up our. So it was only fitting that our new new name for our airline would be Kentucky Up Our. Now, <laughs> now, let me be, I think some of you are laughing, but I mean, this is a true story. Now, for some specifics about our airline, we only have one route. Now, I'm going to tell you and say this to you, just like I say to the passengers on our plane, and I tell them I'm only saying this one time. So we go from Hazard to Lexington, Kentucky, 41 minutes, and Lexington to Louisville, Kentucky, 38 minutes. Then we come back the same way. So our flight pattern is essentially up, down, up, down, vice versa, and then back to our home base. Now, did you get that? <laughs> yeah. Remember I, only, remember, I only say that one time. Now, our passengers, we have to tell you, they just love our gorgeous little red plane. And I am sure that many of you pilots and flight attendants and people who just love this radio show uh, will immediately recognize our turboprop plane model. It's a Fokker. 
seriously, it's a real father fifty model. I tell you, that little that little pointy nose beauty just screams retro coolness. Now, since it's a Dutch plane, a Dutch-made plane, uh, we had to modify it to make it compliant with our company standards. So this is, it's so exciting. We added some silver-plated hubcaps, custom-made glass hats, and big, big black racing stripes. We put those down the side. And we can run, and we can run that puppy at a top speed of 348 miles an hour. And guess what? <laughs> we don't have to do no run up like you big fancy city pilots. And honestly and truly, if you look on the Internet, it does say the pilots who fly the Fokker 50 love the Fokker. <laughs> but, oh, 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 wait. I almost forgot. We have a new motto, Captain Neil. Guess what? Oh, oh you never guess what it is. Yeah, our new motto is flying high is what we do. I mean, you have to think on that for a while. Flying high is what we yeah. do. <laughs> okay, back to you, Captain Neil. <laughs> Oh, I don't even know what to oh, say here, me. man. I don't know to say this is going to be an obscene show, or or or, or we can't understand. No, you. it's I have a translator. No, no it's really a pocket of fifty. You can look it up on the internet. It's okay, true. all right. I take your word. We need One more time. How fast does it go? Up to three hundred forty-eight miles per hour. Wow. That's wow. A, that's a fast pocket. <laughs> we pride ourselves on being the first in a lot of things. Well, uh, now you, uh, you said that uh, you, something right. about do, do y'all have a shuttle or is that your shuttle between Lexington and, and Louisville? Uh, no, if they want to shuttle, we just put them on a Greyhound bus, and I mean, you know, they can be there in three hours. So that's her shuttle. So uh, we don't we spend a lot of time on that. We just slap a magnetic sticker on a Greyhound bus, says Kentucky up there, and off they go. But you know, now, Captain Neil, I'd like to talk a little bit. You know, this COVID uh, pandemic that we had. Uh, we had to take some special precautions. I mean, all of us did, and it's such a horrible thing. But um, what I wanted to tell you was, uh, you know, now we had a real challenge with that. Uh, our top priority is with every airline is protecting the passengers. So we came up with what we thought was a novel idea. We probably can get away with it. You big fancy pilots and airlines ain't going to get away with this. But in addition to Clorox in the seeds, using the HEPA filters, spraying Lysol all over the place, and using Lysol in the cockpit, uh, we thought we'd just fall back on one of our old tried-and-true mountain remedies. So up at Kentucky, and I see I'm still getting used to it, at Kentucky up there, we give our passengers... 
a moonshine shot when they board the plane and a moonshine <laughs> shot when they deboard the plane. And you know what? We never had one single documented case of a COVID outbreak. Of course, we tell people not to smoke for a couple of hours after they get off the plane. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you know, and some of you might know, and some of you might not, that moonshine's about 120 proof, and there ain't no germ of virus in this earth that could survive that. Now, if you don't know what moonshine is, just contact Captain Neil and he'll explain well, it to you. He, you, you know, he knows Luann, a little bit about it. Luann, you, you once brought me a mason jar full of that stuff, and I hid Ooh, it behind. Don't say some, that on the radio. What, mason jar? <laughs> <laughs> well, I hid it behind some books on my bookcase, and I forgot it was even there. And I went back and I wanted to sample it because I'd never even tasted any kind of real moonshine. So when I removed those book books to see about that, that stuff that stuff had boiled over the top of that lid on that mason jar, and actually taken the stain and eaten through some of that wood that was holding that bookshelf up. And I mean, I didn't know what to do, whether to drink it or to, to use it for a creosote, you know. To, <laughs> oh, I, I must have brought you the real good stuff then. Yeah, it was too good. <laughs> well, one well, other now, thing I want to mention. Oh, go ahead. No, it's no, go show. ahead and mention it while you're you're on a run here. Well, I just wanted to mention that we're just so happy because now, when I was on the original show, you know, we had those uh, candlelight dinners on our our line. You know, yeah. remember with the soup beans and the cornbread and all that and yeah, warning people that. not to strike a match at 30,000 feet. But, you know, that kind of thing. But anyway, we're just tickled to death to resume our special lunch lunches in a poke. Now, for those of you who don't know what a poke is, um, that's a brown paper bag. We say that, and, and I bet in uh, Arkansas, Mississippi, all over Georgia, everybody calls it a poke. But anyway, it's our special, and what you get is our famous ham sandwich and a salad. Now, you get your choice of ranch or French dressing, and I'm telling you, right. Captain Neil, people are just lining up for that. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, uh, we're going to settle down from uh, from all of this, and you uh You've uh, talked a great deal. I want to hear your BFF in just a minute. But first of all, I'm going to slip in a song here, and I think you can identify with this. Uh, one of my favorite singers. So if you'll uh, uh, if you'll allow me, Luann, I'm going to play this song just for you. Here we go. Sounds good.
they catch turn to drop up her name Something inside that you got turns your own just the same And she loves me God knows she loves me Woman. She gets to know you She goes to own you It's a key woman I don't want much Good love there beneath my feet Gentle touch From that one girl and life is Kentucky Woman. You know, the show seems to be all about Luann right about now, but here with you, Luann is your best friend forever. I guess that's what it is means that BFF, I never fully understand it, that BFF uh, internet talk, but your best friend, Margaret. How did you two get to meet? Uh, uh, let's see, I don't know who wants to answer that, Luann or Margaret? Uh, well, Captain Neal, this is Margaret, obviously. Uh, I think I'll answer that. Luann needs to take a breather. Actually, I sent her away from the uh, phone. Okay. I swear, Captain Neal, we need to put a warning label on her when she comes on the show. And and to clarify <laughs> something, <laughs> that, really, that really is uh, that uh, turboplane is really – Spelled, I don't even like to say it, but it's spelled F-O-K-K-E-R, and Anthony F-O-K-K-E-R uh, actually uh, created that uh, particular airline. So you can actually look that up. Okay. So uh, hopefully I can save a little bit about Luann. Um, well, before I answer that question, though, uh, just allow me, Captain Neal, to say how wonderful it is to be back on the show it certainly brings back a lot of great memories about you, the captain, and the co-host, and those incredible, crazy skits that we used to do. And uh, maybe a lot of people don't know, but we did those by the seat of our pants. And we would sometimes create uh, something 20 minutes before the show. So, so yeah. thank you for that. But uh, to answer your question, uh, actually, Luann and I met when we both attended a private Christian college in Kentucky. Now, I willingly went, but as you probably guessed, her parents made her go. <laughs> so, as it turned out, the other students had trouble understanding her, 
And actually, we didn't know this, but we had grown up about 25 miles apart. She grew up in Hazard, and I grew up in a little town, uh, actually a farm, rather, on the outskirts of that. So uh, since I could speak her language, I could easily transfer or translate, rather, for uh, the others. But in spite of the fact that we had our many differences, let me give an example. I joined the Bible club, and she joined the boys club. So you kind of get the picture. <laughs> so even though that happened, uh, we still became good friends, and we remain so until today. Very good. Uh, didn't Luann have a boyfriend? I believe his name was Luther on the show back in those days, Margaret. <laughs> she certainly did. Oh, my gosh, here she comes. All you have to say is Luther, and she's right in here. <laughs> oh, Luther, stop. Stop arguing over the phone. Uh, okay. Hey, Captain Neal, this is Luann again. Yes, okay, Luann. How about Luther? Tell voice. us about Luther. Well, I know. I'm just telling you it's Luann instead of Margaret talking about Luther, because I'm the only one that knows about Luther. <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> Um, I did have this boyfriend, you know, he was on the show, and I used to talk about him, but I hate to tell you, we broke up, Captain Neal. Uh He was a real looker. Yeah, he was a real looker, but he wasn't real bright. I asked him once to fix my computer, and I went over there to see if he'd fix it, and you know what? He had that darn thing up on blocks. He had the monitor up on blocks. It's like he put a car up on blocks. Said he hadn't been able to get the hood open. Well, anyway, sadly, reality hit the fan when we got into a fight last year, and I smarted off. I told him, just go marry somebody and don't come back. Well, three days later, he knocked on my door and said, okay, I've done what you told me. I got married. Now can I come back? You know, <laughs> you know, Captain Neal, I just didn't have the time or the crayon to explain to him what was wrong with that whole deal. <laughs> crayon. <laughs> but I'm not uh, the jealous type. So when I well. saw him with his... So when I saw him oh. with his new wife, I thought about how my parents taught me to give my used toys to the less fortunate, and that brought me peace, Captain Neal. That brought me peace. Jim, did you have a, a question for Luann? Uh, I'm, I'm just I hope somebody's recording this. <laughs> Well, you know they're all archived, but uh, but I want to ask Luann, do you have a, a, a current boyfriend, Luann, now since Luther's? I don't know whether Luther's gone or, or still still there. Oh, I don't date. I don't date married men. It ain't acceptable back where I come from. That uh, I'm, uh, and I'm so glad you asked that question because. Uh, I've been on some of them dating sites like Match.com, Plenty of Fish, but I'm single. <laughs> Just throwing that out. Just throwing that out. We'll see Plenty what of fish. 
<laughs> okay. All right, Margaret, you once told me that early in your life you investigated accidents. Let's get a little bit more serious here now. And uh, uh, can you tell us what type of accidents were the airplane crashes? Uh, no, actually, Neil, uh, the crashes that I uh, dealt with were mainly freight train crashes. And it was interesting how I, yeah, freight train crashes. And it was interesting how I got into that line of work. Uh, I'd been recruited uh, by a well-known Kentucky company that had a derailment division. And uh, part of the, uh, one of the perks, uh, or one of the many perks, was that I got to fly around on the little red company private Learjet. I jumped all over that, uh, you know, and I was so excited about that to get to fly all over uh, the United States that apparently I didn't listen to the rest of the job description. So I didn't realize that. um, And the reason I I think I didn't listen was because I just envisioned myself, you know, getting off that little red jet at the uh, private portion of the airplane or the airport. And I envisioned uh, just all those envious looks from other, uh, you know, people at different derailment companies who had to fly in, in on their little vanilla plane jets. But um, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that the business manager position actually meant that when there was a train crash, you had to get rid of that business suit and heels and you arrived in Carhartt's, hard hats, um, you know, hazmat suits and all that. You got whisked away by some unknown man in a pickup truck telling you that you had to go to that crash site. So it wasn't, uh, and of course my job was to record data and keep track of uh, all the hours and and the men and all that. I did like that part about uh, keeping track of the men. See, Luann's not the only one that's single. So uh, anyway... Just thought I'd slip that in. But on a serious, on a more serious note, uh, I really do uh, have a lot of respect uh, still for those derailment guys who went out on those dangerous uh, situations. Uh, as I'm sure a lot of the uh, people who go out to clean up the plane crash areas, uh, you know, and particularly with our company, uh, you know, it was chemical spills, floods, hurricanes, and all of that. So I just want to say thank you to all those guys that I worked with back then. You did a great job. Okay. Well, uh, is Luann still around? Neil, Captain Neil, Luann is yeah. always around, whether I want her to be or not. So <laughs> if you have a question for her, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I was just wondering uh, uh, how, uh, you know, Luann, this, this uh, the, the best friends forever thing, uh, uh, how long have you, you, you guys been together and, and um, you know, as best friends? Well, on the grounds that I am a female, uh, I choose not to answer how long we've been together because men tend to start counting the years. <laughs> So if I say we graduated, 
in a certain year, and, and yeah. then, you know, obviously okay. they'll subtract that. So I will just say that Luann and I have been what seems like forever, and uh, we'll probably be attached at the hip for a long time. I've tried to get rid of her, but she just won't stay away. Well. And she loves doing what I do, so, um, you know, that's how she is. And do you remember that time that um, – well, actually, one time, let me back up for a moment, uh, if I may. Uh, I went back home to my home in Kentucky, and uh, I was so excited in those days of the early EAL radio show. Um, and Luann came over, and I was just on cloud nine, and I was really, really talking about it. And remember I told you that she said she was just going to pop in and uh, just take over the show. Well, I just yeah. wrote that off as to her being crazy. But do you really remember one night when we were, uh, especially we were doing the show in the evening at that time, I think around 7 o'clock is when we started, yeah. right? Or was yeah, it that's eight? right. And, uh, yeah, and so uh, and we were in the Ponte Vedra office in Florida, and she just popped in, walked right in, took a microphone, shoved one of the co-hosts out of the way, and just sat down and started talking. <laughs> And the rest of history, that. and we have never remember that, and we have never oh, been do. able to get rid of her. Yeah, and we had some great shows back then, if you can remember. Uh, one of the best ones that I remember, and it, it, you guys pulled it off so fantastic. We tried to, we tried to do it afterwards a couple of times. I think I did it about three or four times. We repeated it, and that was the Halloween show. Where uh, where you took off with the crew and Steve Thompson was with us. He was alive, you know. Steve passed away a few years ago, and uh, we've lost about five or about four or five of our hosts over the last few years. Uh, and um, Steve was uh, always our captain on our flights, and so he was a captain uh, on that Halloween flight that uh, left Atlanta, went over to San Juan, Puerto Rico, and of course. The airplane took off at about 10 or 11 o'clock at night and put him in the middle of the triangle, Bermuda Triangle, about that time, and then all hell broke loose. You remember that? You remember that one? And Jim Holder, you remember it too because you participated in the later Halloween show. Uh, mm-hmm. I sure did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the uh, Yeah. Yes. That was such a great show, and I'm, dear, I, and I'm sure that the people, uh, and Jam, I'm sure all of you did great justice to that as well. That was probably one of my favorite, favorite episodes that we did. Um, by the time uh, Halloween came around, uh, and particularly that time of year, we had garnered a little experience under our belt, and we were just crazy. I mean, we just said a lot of things. Uh, off the top of our head, even though Captain Neal had written out a Bones kind of uh, schedule for us or a script. And I, I really, truly think that was our best performance. Now, I believe, is it episode 42, Captain Neal, in the archives? The old one. I believe it is. I believe it's episode 42. Mm-hmm. So if any of our listeners around the world want to listen to a fun show, uh, we really used our imagination on that show, and um, uh, you can go to blogtalkradio.com and forward slash Captain Eddie, C-A-P-T-E-D-D-I-E, and, and go down the episodes. You'll see every one of them have been archived 
So, Jim, you asked if this show was recorded. Yeah, it is recorded. So you can come back and listen to Lou Ann at any time you want to listen to Lou Ann because we've got her archived now. So well, um, I'll tell you what episode, I missed. I, I missed a lot, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. So. Or, you can, or you can just call me at 888-555-1212. You got the number uh, there, Jim. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. My wife won't let me do that. <laughs> well, oh, I want to ask our our uh, our uh, listener from Pan American Airlines. Are you still with us, Pan Am? I think your bird is talking to you. <laughs> no, that, yeah. that's Jim. Oh, is that uh, okay? Let's see. This is. Jim, okay, uh, Jim, I cut your microphone. I was trying to. That's you, Jim Harris. That's right. Okay, you're yep, back yep. on the air. So is your bird. You got a bird behind your shoulder? <laughs> no, he's uh, he's in the tree over me here. Okay. Sing his little heart out. <laughs> okay, little heart out. <laughs> yep. Hey, it's um, the, the show's been real interesting. I understand exactly. Hang on. <laughs> I understand Luann exactly. I'm from Tennessee myself, so we yeah. sound funny. <laughs> yeah, oh, Tennessee. Spirits, ain't we? <laughs> and what? I just said we're kindred spirits, ain't we? That's the truth. Yep. <laughs> I was going. I was going to say which word don't you know? Kindred or or ain't? <laughs> 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 Uh, well, you see, back where I'm from, the people that grow corn, they measure how many gallons of acre it'll make. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I think you and so Luann get very, along real good, Jim. <laughs> yeah. So you're very familiar with moonshine, right? That's right. I know what – I love moonshine. <laughs> it'll make you moon, It'll make you moonshine. I, I got I got to tell this story, Luann Margaret. You may have heard this years ago, but uh, this actually happened. No question about it. wasn't with me. It might have been with Jim Holder, or it might might have been with Jim Harris. But uh, this guy, we we had just beaten Delta Airlines with a number of passengers out of Atlanta. They gave us a big old party. And over there at one of the lakes, Lake Spivey or somewhere like that, and we had a big luau. And um, but at any rate, uh, our pilots were feeling so happy that there was a Delta, a Delta crew coming in and we were going out and um, he opened his side window and actually took his pants down and gave a moonshine. Hey, I'd expect that out of Delta. <laughs> well, it was an Eastern pilot doing it to Delta. So, uh, but anyway, oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. I got that backwards. <laughs> no, Delta, Delta pilots would never do anything like that. <laughs> but another one of my favorite shows was um, the one that uh, we had a casino night, and I didn't know how this was going to come about. But I think Margaret, you and Luann went with um, I don't know your parents or somebody out to Las Vegas. Do you remember that show? 
Oh, I really do. I think that turned out to be a really uh, interesting show. Um, I was going to Vegas, and, of course, Luann had to uh, come along uh, with my sister and her husband. So we're out in Vegas at the casino, and uh, I thought, it's so loud in here. I don't even know if this will, uh, you know, play for the show. But nonetheless, I uh, called in. And uh, right in the middle of our conversation, as uh, Captain Neil was asking me about a lot of things, I got the bright idea that I would just start interviewing people in the casino for our show. (laughs) And uh, it was amazing (laughs) how many people actually wanted to participate in that. And I just said, are you familiar with the EAL radio show? And and I was rather stunned because several people said, oh, yes, I listen to it all the time. And I thought, no, you don't. Uh, you don't even know who I am. But they were so willing. And Captain Neil, I've, uh, you know, I've since forgotten some of the funny things that, that they said. Maybe you can well, remember some. Well, you, you remember I, I told you to position yourself near near a uh, a one-armed bandit that was really paying off that night, you know, and I said typically you can find them right there where the elevators are because they want to put the, uh, the, the winners of those one-armed bandits real close to the elevators and people stepping off an elevator hear all that money coming out and all those bells are clanging, and by golly, you found one that was really excited, a one-armed bandit that was really excited that night, and it, it was sounding oh, I- off and paying off. <laughs> I did, but unfortunately it wasn't me playing it because there was a lady next to me that, and and you're right, I do remember that now about the one-armed bandit, and there was a lady next to me that sat down on that particular machine, and I sat next to her. And the whole time I'm talking uh, to the radio show, that thing sounded off, didn't it? It was just ding, 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 and she (laughs) was... She won seventeen. I remember this. She won seventeen hundred and fifty dollars, and I said to her, Captain Neal of our show told me to sit here, and, and she just said to me, "Well, honey, it's life. Get used to it." I mean, I love that show. It was great. Uh-huh. We had a lot of fun on that. And then yeah. the other show that I really. And we really pulled it off. We pulled it off wonderful because uh, the the, uh, the president of uh, the Eastern Airlines Retiree Association, EARA, actually called me the next day and wanted me to give them more of the scoop that we had been doing for the last three day, uh, three weeks. As a matter of fact, we pulled that show off three It was a series of three shows where we put Eastern Airlines back in the air. Do you remember that one? And, I and, do, and we uh, rebuilt the airline. Great. And uh, and this was before version 2.0 and 3.0, which now exists. Version 3.0 is flying, but we were we were right there, and we because there had been some talk about trying to put the airline back together again, and well, we did it on the radio show, and it took us three weeks to do it, three uh, shows, and we had people actually believing. Uh, the, the, the show, because we had assigned a chief pilot, a maintenance inspector. Of course, I think uh, you were the uh, 
uh, chief uh, in-flight service for the flight attendants, and mm-hmm. and what a great mm-hmm. show that was. And people were calling us the next day wanting to know uh, more about when the airline was going to start up and whether they thought we were they they were going to get passes with the new airline. They wanted those C3 passes. <laughs> Well, Neil, all of that was attributable to you because uh, it was just amazing. And the interesting thing is is that sometimes we would have to turn our mics off, or, or and sometimes Captain Neil turned our mics off whether we wanted to or not because we got tickled that uh, we were so good at pulling off this, I don't want to call it a scam, but, you know, it wasn't a way. And, and it was just incredible that that a lot of that goes to you captain neil you just uh i think that was one of the best scripts you ever wrote and you're absolutely well, right i mean uh, people were calling us all the time asking about that well I, I put one together up in pittsburgh and so i was using that experience and all the problems we had putting that airline up together uh in the air and uh, so we took it and put the uh, new eastern I forgot who it was was trying to talk me out of doing that show. Uh, it might I don't think it was Bud, but it might have been Steve. And you know who I'm talking about, uh, Margaret. I do. But, uh, I do. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was. But, uh, yeah. but at any rate, uh, it was it was really good, and and people actually believed uh, that the airline was just about to be sort of uh, given a certificate of uh, operation. So it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun back in those days. And um, I, I, I wish, Jim, you had gotten in earlier on this because, uh, you know, working with uh, Luann and Margaret, it was just a fantastic job. Oh, uh, man, job I, can, I can see it was. Great. Yeah, it, it really, uh, I think uh, y'all were with, with me for about, golly, five years, uh, Margaret. Was it about five or uh, Four or five it years. Was, yeah, it, it, yeah, it was uh, a little bit uh, less than that, but um, it was close to that. And, you yeah. know, we were all, I mean, it, we went live every single Monday night, and there was yeah. rarely a time that any of us missed because it was one of the most fun things that we yeah. were host, I think, had ever done. We used to talk about that. And even when we would go away, as I went away to Vegas, we still took our, you know, made sure we had our phones and we'd connect in and, and yeah. you know, do all that. So that was an experience, and I am so happy to uh, that you invited Luann and myself to be back on the show today. And uh, well, no, um, this is going to con- this is going to continue beyond today. So we're gonna we're gonna uh, work work you in and Luann. Well, unless. But- Unless the Kentucky Board of Transportation gets on to Luann. Now, so I think okay. the folks like the late Jim Hart, who was with me from the almost the get-go with you, Margaret, and uh, Jim mm-hmm. Hart passed away about three or four years, three years ago, I think. And uh, Jim was always, I think he was madly in love with uh, both of you and inviting <laughs> you up to uh, Martha's Vineyard, you know, for, for the weekend. I know. And, uh, yeah. I, I just adored him. He had... He had that, um, you know, laid-back English humor, you know, it was a little bit dry, yeah. but once you caught it, it was hysterical. Yeah. And, and if I can mention someone else, uh, I, just, just, I just happened to think about this. One of the great experiences that I had on the show was actually talking to Floyd Hall. Do you remember he was on our show? 
Oh, Did I say he was that on our show three, three times. Yeah, three times. I had yeah. One, Floyd, Floyd one, Hall. Yeah. yeah, Floyd Hall. We had him on the show about uh, a few months uh, before he died. Mm-hmm. And he had invited yes. me to come up to his home. And uh, and I told him, I said, boy, I, I feel like getting on an airplane and coming right on up there, Mr. Hall. He said, well, you can't get in the door because it's snowbound. His whole house was snowbound. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. they had a big show then. But uh, what a wonderful person he was on the radio show. And uh, and then and we know, had Ed Weagle. He, he, he founded the second Eastern Airlines. Yes. We had him on about two or three times also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you there, uh, Neil. But one of the things that I really just uh, was so enamored of uh, Mr. Hall was the fact that he took time to personally email. Uh, well, I thought he emailed us all, but I think it was just me. But anyway, I like that. <laughs> no, he emailed all of us after those shows, and, and that just speaks very highly of the man yeah. that he was. Yeah, I, yeah he was. And, and, and a couple of uh, people up there in the area of Vermont, uh, he was from um, Woodstock, and uh, what is it, Woodstock, Vermont, and New Hampshire, I forgot which one. Um, and he was living there, and he went to a, a rest home, a care center, the last time we interviewed him. And people listening to the radio show, a group of pilots got together, and he had told us that uh, the reason he hadn't checked in with the show uh, as often as he wanted to is because he dropped his computer and it broke. And these pilots actually went out and bought a computer for him and brought it to his home. Hmm. And I thought that was a fantastic gesture, and he wanted to thank them. But, uh, yeah, great shows back then. Still a great Mm -hmm. show today. This is going to be one of our better ones. Mm -hmm. Well, and and uh, I've listened to a couple of the other shows in the archives that um, you've done recently, and I think they're all good. And I do hope to meet, uh, even if it's just over the airwaves, some of the uh, newer people who have co-hosted and all of that. And Captain Neal is a wonderful Mm -hmm. captain, and I can't say enough good things about you, Captain Neal. Well, you're always welcome back to come back and co-host with us. Uh, I'm going to start recruiting as soon as I hang up. (laughs) (laughs) And Jim Harris, you're going to be a blessing to the show, too. I love that. Uh, Tennessee, now we want to hear more Tennessee dialogue here. Okay, okay, I can do that. (laughs) Okay, but the one thing... Sorry, here I am interrupting. Go ahead. I'm, I'm as bad as Luann now. But the one thing about Tennessee and the only point of contention that will be between uh, me, let's say, if I'm on the show and um, Jim. Jim is on the show, is the fact that, you know, we have that big rivalry, Kentucky versus Tennessee. Go Big Blue. Had to say it. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> the boys are Go Big here. Orange. UT. <laughs> That's right. Go big, I didn't want to say that, but go big orange. That's okay. okay. Go big orange. <laughs> I'm part of this southern group. I'm from Mississippi, you know. Them. Oh, yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Well, you guys oh, we are actually, actually, <laughs> go I'm actually University of Middle Tennessee, and it was the Blue Raiders. <laughs> Blue Raiders. Blue. All right. All right. Go Raiders. Blue Raiders. Oh, yeah. We are the yep. Wildcats. Wow. 
<laughs> I know. Well, folks, that's about all the time we have for today's show, and we hope you will be with us again next Saturday because we're going to invite uh, these uh, ladies back to our show as often as they can come aboard. And uh, we expect to hear a lot from them. And uh won't be scripted the next time. This is not scripted. This is all uh, just talking about the past, and it was. it's always a lot of fun. And that's like uh, Jerry Goldberg uh, they sang that song once upon a long time ago, and that's why I like that song for our bumper music. And I also, uh, Margaret, you may not have heard this uh, bumper music that I play signing off the show, but I, I like it too because it was written by Merle Haggard, and it's called Silver mm-hmm. Wings. And Silver Wings was pinned mm-hmm. when he looked out the window of a jet aircraft and saw the sun shining on another aircraft, and, and of course it uh, appeared to be silver, a uh, reflection of the sun, and, and he penned this little song. It's a very short song, and uh, but I, I think it's a good sign-off music that we're using for the show. And uh, Margaret and I are in cahoots with uh, putting another type of radio show together, so it's going to be fun working with you, Margaret, in developing that uh, radio show, okay? Likewise, Captain Neal. So, Luann, will you say goodbye to our listeners before we all jump on Merle Haggard's Silver Wings flight? (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. (laughs) So, um, okay. Guys, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks so much. And uh, thanks for putting up with uh, what you just heard. But uh, it was fun. It's always good to... (laughs) check into distant memories.
Thank you, Neil. Thank you, Neil. I appreciate what you do. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.